Hey, what's up? On our play for this week, we have the top five announcements. We have our top five announcements from this year's Game Awards, the 2023 Game Awards. Why the day before was released at the perfect time of the year. Has Epic snuck in NFTs into Fortnite? We'll talk about that and more on this episode of Press X Start Gamers Digest. It's episode 48, by the way. Hey, look, man. Uh, I had like a five-hour car ride. Like, it's been a whole thing. Mm. But we're here right now. Dedicated to the cause. Exactly. Exactly. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, DJ, a.k.a. Sexy <laughs> I just choked on my own a.k.a. What's going to happen in here? It's like almost some, I'm kind of different. Wow. I'm actually 116th German different. So, yeah, I just found out that I'm like 116th German this weekend, and I'm just completely turned around. Sean, save me. Who are you? Um, I am a man that also never misses an episode. Um, I am Sean M.F. Ross. What does that beautiful M and F stand for? Uh, hmm. I'm gonna leave that alone. Nothing this week. Side note: Before we jump into the podcast, I have been mainlining Blue Eyed Samurai on Netflix. Sounds Go like watch it if you haven't watched it. It is, oh, it's so good. We don't have an anime podcast. Is that considered anime? I don't know if that's considered anime. Uh, allegedly, you know. Yeah. Right? Of American that. anime, maybe. I don't know what, whatever you call that, but it's good. Go watch it if you haven't watched it. If you like anything samurai, you'll love that show. So just go do that. I mean, why right. are y'all on Netflix? I mean, you might as well just go watch One Piece. I mean, just... <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Well, maybe watch Blue Eyes Samurai first and then jump into the beast that is One Piece because you're you're going to be there for much longer than you will for Blue Eyes <laughs> Samurai. All right, back to the gamings. Press X to start gamers. Digest is a video podcast against the most important gaming news from this past week into an hour long meal just for you. We are live on YouTube every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hello. You good? Good. Don't forget, like this video, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell. We need you to do those three things because if you do those three things, then you'll be helping us with those three things. So thank you. After you do that, Jump onto your Spotify or your Apple podcast or whatever podcast service you use. Listen to the podcast and leave us a review. Do it. Thank you. And if you are listening to this and not watching, just do that first part. Yeah. Hey, look, just support our content, please. We need the help. Every vote counts. Mm. Your vote is hitting that like button, subscribing to the channel, hitting the notification bell, leaving us a review. It's a bunch of votes you can do. Oh, yes. If you want to join our conversation, you can by joining Discord at pressxmreducer.com slash Discord. All right. Now that that is out the way, let us jump into the gaming news. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yes, as you know, the Game Awards just happened. Not just happened. It happened a couple days ago. Uh, Jeff Keighley packed three hours of announcements plus awards, and it was, it was pretty good. At least I think so. Sean, how did you like the game? Of all the award shows I've ever seen, this was one of them. <laughs> you nailed it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think overall, 
this was I actually think this was one of the stronger a show like stronger game awards just because yeah. I think you know you have the award section and you have the announcements right and everyone what everyone comes for the announcement stays for the awards I guess is how you can kind of look at it but you know whether or not you like the show is probably going to depend more on the announcements versus the awards because yeah. the awards is kind of set in stone. It's just going to be like whoever wins wins. But the announcements are like, oh my God, this new game is coming up. Like, oh, this is so cool. So I think this year, Jeff had, I don't know the exact number, but he had a whole lot of announcements happening. Uh, we're going to talk about our top five announcements. But I think before we do that, do you have a rating? For this show like out of 10 what would you give? um i give it about a seven a seven okay, okay. yeah like i, I mean, mean i know this isn't summer games e3 announcements i mean but they still yeah. treat it as such with minor announcements coming for the coming year so mm, about a seven yeah okay i'm a little higher i'm actually i'm actually around an eight because I, I think a lot of the announcements really did appeal to me Mm-hmm. And there was some like actual moments of just me being like, what am I watching? This is so interesting. Uh, this is so cool. Yeah. And then even the Kojima thing, like he he knows how to make like how to have stage presence. And anytime he gets on stage and it's his go to, to show something, it's usually a cool thing. So we're going to talk about mm-hmm. our, our favorite announcements. And I'm going to go first with these are in no particular order. I'm just going to start with number one. Marvel's Blade. So this caught me off guard. Actually, the Marvel sign didn't catch me off guard. I thought, oh, maybe we might be seeing like Wolverine or something. The Bethesda sign, that caught me off guard. I was like, wait. And then it was Arcane. It's like the people that made this honor is making a Marvel game. And then we're presented with this like setting of a barber shop i'm like oh wait black people like what <laughs> <laughs> i was like what's happening here and then at first i was like is this a weird like that black panther thing mind you i missed all the crosses and there was a yeah. whole ton of crosses happening and it didn't occur to me that this was actually blade until the i think it was until the actual fang like when you showed this fang i was just like yeah. oh it's blade i i was completely just i missed all the other hints but man, I I was so excited to see this. Like I think, like I I end up watching this trailer a boat a boatload more times because you know you have to, right? And again, you see all the other references to like vampires. You see the cross. Yeah. You see a, a bunch of other stuff. Um, this is taking place in France, some point or some place in France. Mm. Um, Arcane is a France studio, so kind of makes sense. They're just kind of you know doing something in their backyard in a way. But I think this is oh, I got a freaking head. I think this is going to be like really, really, really cool, and I am looking forward to this. Um, I'll try it. I'll, I'll pay him a little sixteen dollars to uh play Game Pass for a month. You know, I'm curious. Yeah. So. I am. I'm excited. I caught myself because I'm excited for this game, but I also have to be. I have, I have to be cautious about this. 
we don't know this is a bethesda game this is an arcane game there was no like xbox game pass no kind of xbox exclusivity that was mentioned mm-hmm. although there are right. there are yeah there are rumors that it actually might be xbox exclusive but i'm not necessarily i'll believe when i see it i guess because xbox showed another game and that had game pass on it had xbox studios on it like it was very much clear that this was a xbox exclusive game so we didn't see it here, and I'm kind of like, oh, maybe this won't be an exclusive. My hesitation, though, is that Arcane makes Dishonor, which is a immersive first-person shooter stealth game or whatever. Yeah. And then we have Deathloop, which is also a first-person shooter immersive sim, I think is what they call it. This Blade game is going to be a third-person probably hack-and-slash shooter, right? So yeah can they make that i believe so but i also don't think marvel themselves want to take another l and i think it's really interesting that they picked arcane to make this game when the last arcane game was redfall and that was for also, a lot about of vampires. <laughs> also about yeah also about vampires but like that was just a clusterfuck of a game so it's just like, is this is this really the best move for Marvel? Um, so it? allegedly, it will be Xbox exclusive. It will be available on Game Pass day one, and it's going to be third okay. person. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I, I'm 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 excited about this game. I'm interested to see more about this game. Mm-hmm. I don't have Game Pass right now. Could this game get me to get Game Pass? I think if it's good enough, yeah, for sure. I can. You know, I'll try it on whatever Game Pass enabled things I have around me, but. We'll see. Yeah. Um, the next game is oh, there it is. Boom. The next game, a little uh, a little game called Monster Hunter, not Worlds Two, Monster Hunter Wilds. So this trailer, I think it was a really really cool and interesting trailer show. A feature of the game that didn't fit for the last thing of the game. <laughs> so, like, this trailer is showing, like, the dynamic weather that can happen, I guess, while you're playing the game. Yeah. Um, it also shows, like, herds, like, basically just denser monster populations in, the, in this game than the, the past Monster Hunter game. Um, there's a lot of little things in here that people who played Monster Hunter or who, like, really paid attention to that game, like, will notice. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this trailer really does a good job to excite people who aren't that familiar with the game or who aren't really familiar or really care about Monster Hunter that much to get them into this. But, like, there's a lot of cool stuff happening here, especially the lightning and weather pattern stuff. Like, that stuff is cool. But I just... I'm excited for this game. I want to see more but we'll see we'll see um i'm looking it doesn't look like they've done looks like they stopped doing like numbered releases after four so because i mean yeah monster hunter rise monster hunter world yeah monster hunter what four that was back in 2013 so Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. i mean i could I, I can I can get why they probably stopped the number because they probably have the same like 
uh, Final Fantasy issue where it's just like, oh, this is Final Fantasy 16. Do I need to play the other 15 yeah. games of this to play this? And it's like, no, no, they're all kind of reboot, restarts. Yeah. Um, the next game is purely, purely for me. I, <laughs> I feel like Jeff Keighley was like, hey, that, that Donald guy, he's pretty cool. This is for him. It's Mecha Break. This, this looks like I, I don't know who was that. A John that looked like I had a gun a minute. Yeah. So okay. So here's the thing, right? Everyone's like, because I, I even saw, I even someone someone commented said, "Oh, this is like Gundam. This is a better Gundam game than whatever Gundam Oof. games have released." And it's like, this is this is literally Armor Core. Like this game is literally copy paste Armor Core. Like. I, I think people look at the laser sword, look at the laser blast and think like, oh, okay, this is Gundam. But like, no, this is this is Armor Core, guys. All and... I know is there's an injustice being had that DJ gets to eat <laughs> twice this so year. Much. So much. About two or three times. <laughs> oh my God. I'm full. I'm full, guys. But like, they keep serving me food. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take it. I'm going to eat it. This is, like... I'm a label this haberdashery. <laughs> my uh, UK brethren. So yeah, like <laughs> this game looks crazy. My issue is that the looking of this game is where it stops. Like it doesn't play as good as Armor Core, and I think that is where I get scared that this can be a game that basically is built for. Game Awards. You still going to the game draws, whatever, man. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm pleasantly excited for that. So the next game I have on my list is wait wait a minute there we go Tales of what Zenera Zenera and Zera yeah. and then Tales of Tales of Zenera and Zera is it a K? Yes. Oh, it's definitely a K. <laughs> you literally put it there, DJ. <laughs> hey, look, okay. I, I'm I'm still a little jet lagged from the drive, okay. <laughs> oh, um, okay. That was the uh we got I, Black Panther at home, Joan. Yes, basically. I swore this was gonna be the Black Panther announcement. I swore on my own life. That this is going to be a Black Panther announcement, and it was not. But I was pleasantly surprised with this. I like this to me is like the Black version or the African version of the Prince of Persia side scroller thing that's coming yeah. out in like January, February. I was like, okay, this is cool, and like it looks really, really cool. So I'm just like, hey, this works. So I'm, I'm definitely going to be paying more attention to this when they show more stuff of this or whenever it comes out. So, uh, but yeah. Um, my next and final. This is final, but there was a bunch of other games. Even Sean has a couple of games on his list that I thought was yeah. really cool as well. So you know, this is just a combination. But yeah, the next thing is the God of War Ragnarok Valhalla announcement. Um, so this was cool. I because I think when. God of War ended. We were making bets, not making bets, but like really yeah. talking about 
what we can see next, like what is the possibility of uh, future content for this game. None of us guessed a <laughs> roguelike. Um, I think if if uh, The Last of Us 2 roguelike came out a lot sooner, be like, oh, maybe maybe they might do something like this. And turns out this is exactly what they're doing. This is going to come out literally before this episode release. So it's like, hey, we'll all be good. playing this. Right. Are you actually going to jump into this? Of course. Um, so <laughs> sliding into my top five, uh, y'all know I love roguelikes. Um, I can't say uh, Binding of Isaac was my first, but it really uh, got me to paying attention to more roguelikes. So, oh, yeah. Um, it looks like God of War Valhalla is the free DLC that comes out on the 12th, I believe. And uh, yeah. I think it's going to address some more stories. So I'm loving that. And I guess you get to finally have something to do with all this end game gear that you got at God of War versus uh, just doing a whole ass new game plus, you know. Absolutely. Sometimes it's like boring that. to people. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was my issue. Like I got all the way up to the end of God of War. And I was like, well, I guess the only thing I can do is like new Wait game plus. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's just like, all right. But because, yeah, like because these modern games are getting bigger and better, they're also getting longer. And sometimes you just don't it don't hit the same. It's not like uh Yeah. I'm gonna be old here for a minute, but I mean it's not like playing <laughs> older games, you know. Mm. It, it just don't hit the same. But I'm I'm gonna play it. Are you gonna try it? Oh for sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like I I I am I'm actually really excited for this to come out because I hey God of War was my game of the year last year. Like Elder Ring came out, Elder Ring was cool, yeah. but I I don't think the combat in Elden Ring is anywhere close to the combat of God of War. A lot of people don't have that opinion, but whatever. Yeah, I was about to say that yeah, it's gonna be arguable, but I hear you. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm um, definitely in for this. My second top announcement, I would say, was probably Rise of the Ronin. Um, oh, okay. I don't even remember too much about it, but I remember enjoying what I saw. I thought this was going to be the next, um, what the hell you call it, Ghost of Tsushima? But uh, I guess we have to wait mm -hmm. to see that. Um, I got a trailer, but I, there's a commercial right now that's uh, yeah. doing a thing. Yeah, but no, no, no. Um, I think this comes out in March, so we'll be seeing this very soon. What's that? Uh, three, four months out. Um, because I can't think of any other big games other than Like a Dragon, uh, Infinite Wealth, and Final Fantasy Re Rebirth. So okay, well, the trailer's not working for some weird reason. It'd be but like yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Rise of Warren, I also am interested in. Like when we first saw the trailer, I think last year it was like, "Oh, this is a really cool samurai game." Yeah. As you were saying, like, "Oh, this kind of feels like Ghost of Tsushima," but I think with this coming out this year, we're definitely not going to see anything Ghost until. Oh my man, got the strap in this game. Okay, and a flaming sword. Yeah, I can't wait to. Get yeah. That. So yeah, so the I, I think it it's rise of the Ronin is doing a good job of separating itself from ghost of Shima from having guns in this game and it's just like and you're in that swords. period <laughs> yeah yeah well you, you do flaming swords in, in ghost of Shima too well i mean this man got wings as well so i mean like this, oh yes this... yeah yeah so yeah so like i think the period of rise of the Ronin, right now 
Let's say what? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think the period in Rise of Ronin is like at the end of the Edo period of uh, uh, yeah, Japan. Yeah, all of our listeners know when that period was. Hey, man, they should, okay? They should. It's it's <laughs> common U.S. history. <laughs> you know when the Edo period was. It's, it's common tsunami history. Um... <laughs> After that, I would say OD with uh, Hideo Kojima and Jordan Peele. That was a complete surprise to see Hideo come out and announce. At first, I thought it was going to be Death Stranding 2. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this is OD. And then Jordan Peele steps out. I'm like, oh, man. Um, there isn't anything he has put out so far that I can't say I've uh, disliked like that. So yeah. I'm excited to see what this is. I know you're not going to touch it, but I like horror games. Oh, Quit being a bitch and come on. Um, <laughs> Well, hey man, what, I got a bitch tattooed on the back of my oh, chest. Oh wow! <laughs> like, um, back of my chest. <laughs> but yeah. when are we getting this? I don't think any type yeah. of. Yeah, I don't think we're getting this this year. I think this might be a next year game because I, I feel like. Oh, I don't. I, I don't is... doubt that it's not coming out. Uh, oh, okay. Twenty twenty three, probably like a twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five game. We'll see. Yeah, but um, I'm interested. I'm interested to see what that will be. Um. Yeah. So actually, apparently, the whole like that whole thing is like CG, like it's not human people. Oh, so apparently, yeah. So apparently, they were uh, non-human people. Ah, yeah, you know, yeah, the the aliens, you know what I mean. (laughs) But uh, so like even that scream is like, like computer generated or whatever. Like, interesting. I don't know. It must be what exactly Unreal Six. Exactly right. Shit. So, like that last girl, mm-hmm. when she screams, you can. She screams because if you see in her eye, there is the silhouette of a door opening. So it's like whoever's in the door opens and like I guess gets her or whatever because she I guess maybe because she failed whatever test they're doing. Yeah. But like the um, apparently it looks like the same door that Kojima came out of for the announcement. And apparently that looks like the same door from um, the PT trailer that he did or the PT experience or whatever that was with Norman Reedus. So it's like, is this all connected? Like what's happening here? But of course it's Kojima. So of course he's going to connect everything he could because we're all about connections or whatever he said a couple of years ago. So yeah, that looks exciting for you, Sean. I am happy for you when you play that game because I love you stream it just for you. Um, I'll watch it. Oh, also, <laughs> side note about Odie. We actually saw um, there was leaked footage of that game, I think, last year. I never watched it. And it was, yeah, it, it was confusing because it looked like it was, it was, it was confusing. You can go find more stuff about it, whatever. Yeah, go ahead, John. Um, Second to last, Twisted Metal Season 2. Um, mm-hmm. If you're a Twisted Metal fan, you watch the show. It was pretty awesome. Um, it's not high-brow cinema, but if you're playing Twisted Metal, you already know what it is. It delivered on what it was supposed to be. Right. Um, and then lastly, uh, Sega just coming out of left field. Um, what the hell did they announce? Uh, Jet Set Radio coming back, Shinobi, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, and Crazy Taxi. That shit is bonkers. Um, I'm eight years old all over again, or 12, what, you know, just 
Goddamn Sega. Yes. I'm on back. I, I, I'm I'm gonna play that trailer because I think that was... I also had a big pop because I, I I never played Crazy Taxi. I watched Crazy Taxi and I mm-hmm. thought, oh, this was cool. I just never had the opportunity to really play it. I, I forget where I like saw it. And I think one of my friends was playing it a lot. Yeah, but it like, used to be in me, the arcades as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, it was the like the Jack what, Jack Grind Radio. Just said it. Jet Set Radio. I think it's Jet Set Radio. It was Jet Set Radio in Japan. Then it was Jet mm-hmm. Grind Radio over in the U.S. And right. then Jet Set Radio Future when it came to Xbox, which I did not play. Nailed it. Nailed it. But yeah, I probably will play all of these. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So this is a trailer. Yeah. yeah like, just... uh, so <laughs> the question now, though, is like. And more. It says and more on that trailer. Yeah. So I'm just excited to see what else they bring out. So, is this the super game that Sega was talking about? Like, is there an actual super game that is, like, this is just, hey, look, we're working on these things. Then it's like, also, we're working on this big game thing. But, like, I feel like we would have probably got that at the Game Awards. Instead, we got this. So, it's like, is this what that is supposed to be? I don't know. Will we get these answers? Don't know. But yeah, I'm also excited for this. I, I think this was a cool trailer. I think this was a very fun trailer, especially for the Game Awards. Mm. Um, and then lastly, Jeff Keighley saying thanks, nigga. That was just <laughs> way out of left field. Can't believe he had the ball to do that. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I I think it was because of how the guy, the name. Oh, what was it, his name? What um, was his actual name? Because I'm trying to think. Like I'm still playing the the Sega trailer. Cause I'm just gonna play this out. That's how it's gonna yeah. be. But we're gonna talk about uh, Jeff Keighley and uh, for some reason becoming black all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> the guy he did a kick on screen. He we saw him last year because he did. He worked on another game. Uh, but yeah, okay. Um, I don't remember which one it was. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, but yes, uh, there ha- so far there hasn't been an apology from Jeff. I think he's just kind of uh, taking it by stride, and and he's just gonna pretend like it didn't happen. <laughs> I don't think he really said that, but goddamn, if it didn't sound close to it, I was like, wait, wait a minute, he's gonna slide that bastard. <laughs> Uh, it was it was perfectly timed though. It was perfectly timed. All right. Um. So okay, let's jump into the actual news articles that that happened to jump out around the game awards. So this first one comes from Destructoid. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven winning a best ongoing games award feels incredibly off. This comes to us by way of Jonathan Lochaito. I think that's right. Um. <laughs> so yes as the title of this article suggests Cyberpunk 2077 winning best ongoing game of the game awards is kind of weird yep so uh, as some may remember Cyberpunk 2077 is not an ongoing game it's a single player game and one that was released with disastrous initial results the launch was so awash with issues that Sony even quickly removed it from the PSN digital storefront. 
CD Projekt Red will go on to spend a better part of three years fixing that game. As of 2023, the team has produced praiseworthy results with Cyberpunk 2077's 2.0 update. But the VGA nomination logic seems flawed. So the single-player Cyberpunk 2077 is an ongoing game because it was released so broken it needed years of work to function as intended. I'm not buying it. And you know what? I'm not either. I, I don't think Cyberpunk deserves the best ongoing award. Maybe like, most improved, but not ongoing game. Yeah. Like, they could have won the best community support award because essentially that's what they're doing. They're providing community support by continuously patching and upgrading their game to make it one, playable, and two, uh, better than what they initially envisioned. So it's just like for them to win an ongoing war, it does feel off. It does feel like we're handing them a bone because they fixed their game that a lot of people was excited for. And it's like, well, why are we, why is that the move we make for this award versus actually supporting or, or awarding a game that actually is doing well in the ongoing, in the ongoing category? So it's just like, what's happening here? But again, I, I think it is one of those things where it's not really Jeff's fault because he's not putting up the nominations for or the nominees. It's I mean, I don't think it should voting. be solely. I don't think he should be solely in charge of it. But who is in charge of voting and nominating? Yeah. Because if that's the case, No Man's Sky should be in the running, and they have had way more improvements to the game than uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. And like No Man's Sky has won in the past, but it, like it's a different thing because No Man's Sky launched borked, but it didn't launch like completely wrecked like Cyberpunk. No Man's Sky didn't launch broken. It was a complete game. It was just ass and people were disappointed with it. Cyberpunk was just actually broken. It barely <laughs> ran. Yeah, like yeah, nah, that, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. Um, so yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, yes, Jeff Keeley, like this is his show at the same time. Yes, there are people who are voting for these games to be part of the nominations for the different categories. But like at the end of the day, he can say, no, this doesn't, this doesn't apply because this game is not an ongoing game. This game is a single player game. So like, no, we're not going to put that there, but. Yeah, I yeah I I can also see him not wanting to rock that boat because he's worrying about like forty eight other things that's going to be happening yeah. in his award show. But still, it's just it doesn't it doesn't feel right. All right, uh, the next thing, Baldur's Gate three boss apologizes for forgetting to announce Xbox release. This comes from True Achievements by way of no, oh, that's not that. Uh, by way of Tom West. Okay. So essentially, as the title suggests, the the man, the Larian CEO who was sitting in armor for three <laughs> hours to get up to receive his award just happened to forget that X uh, that, that Baldur's Gate 3 is also coming to Xbox today. So that's that's kind of why. There was an Xbox tweet that says, um, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah right? by the way, <laughs> that, 
Right. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, the tweet is weird because it says Xbox players, it's party. Oh, no, actually, that's his tweet. But the Xbox tweet is like, it's party time or whatever. And yeah. it's kind of confusing because there was supposed to be text or there was supposed to be stuff said before the it's party time. Yeah. So Xbox is just kind of sitting there with their dick in their hand. And <laughs> so it, it sucks. But, you know, he came out, he apologized. Yeah, Shout he out he had, to the he had one job, and that was to announce this if we won an award. I think he may have just been a a little out of it because they were kind of rushing people off stage this year. So yeah, what are you gonna do? Absolutely. Like he's wearing armor. He's been wearing armor for three hours. He wins the game of the year award. Yeah, he's gonna be a little flustered. I get it. I get it. Like there shouldn't be any like no one should be yelling at this man. Like. Y'all gonna get y'all game. Y'all got y'all game. Like it's okay. All right. And props to Baldscape for winning game of the year. Yeah. Um. Next thing, Xbox quietly won the game awards with the PlayStation coming up short. This comes from Forbes by way of Paul Tassi. So this is an interesting. Uh, Paul Tassi be on some bullshit, but go ahead. Yeah. So this is an opinion piece that I want to talk about because the way that he phrases uh, the way that he phrases this. I understand where he's coming from, but I don't necessarily agree. I don't think, yeah, I, I just don't agree. So, in the award category, Xbox won three awards: uh, Hi-Fi Rush won an award, and Forza won like two awards. PlayStation won, I believe, like five awards or something like that, and that's like Honkai Star Rail, um, Final Fantasy sixteen. And a couple other games. And so so basically, Paul Tassi is leaning on more so the announcements that yeah. was made. So he's basically saying had like, you know, we got a really good look at Hellblade 2, which we did, and that looks really cool. I I don't know what people are gonna be doing in that game, but it looks cool. <laughs> um, and then we have the Kojima's OD project, which we talked about, and that looks really cool, and that is Xbox exclusive. So, like, that's definitely one in the win cat, along as uh, as well as Hellblade Two. They're both yeah. like a solid like one win in the in the win category, or whatever. Um, then we have the Marvel Blade game, which this is contested because he says that everyone's expecting that game to be exclusive and there's insiders say that it is. So if it is exclusive, that's definitely a win. Although, as I said earlier, I'm a little cautious about this because this is a third person hack and slash game, most likely. And Arcane makes great first person games. But just because you make one type of game doesn't mean you can make all types of games. So, you know, you gotta have to yeah. Uh, and then the last thing he brings up is Baldur's Gate 3 is launching on Xbox. So with this, I don't necessarily feel like this is a giant win for Xbox at the Game Awards. I think the Baldur's Gate 3 thing, you can kind of just cancel that out because it launched first on the PlayStation. So the PS5 people already got to play and beat that game. Um, I think the Marvel Blade thing is cool, but again, got to be cautious about that because we don't know exactly how the game is going to turn out. We can't necessarily just skip Redfall and think about Dishonored. Like, 
they that studio made one of the worst games of this year as well. So like, yeah. Um, and then the Kojima thing is dope, and the Hellblade two thing is dope. And it's just like, all right, you take those two things. PlayStation had God of War, had Rise of Ronin, had. Am I forgetting? Am I forgetting? Actually, um, I think those two. Yeah. I think those two actually might be the two exclusive things. And I think. Well, I mean, damn, if you if you look at it that way, yeah, I guess Xbox. <laughs> just because of Kojima. But it's like Kojima has desperate. Into- whatever. OK, whatever. This is opinion piece. And it's just like, all right, that's his opinion. I don't necessarily think of that. I think it's more even. I think both sides did a very good job of showing stuff at the game awards this year so yeah they can they can both pat themselves on the backs or each other's backs or whatever they want to do um and then the last thing for the game awards uh game actors and devs protest outside the game awards this comes from the gamer by way of re rianan bevan rianan yeah, that's a that's an interesting first name. So uh, it's kind of the, the title kind of states what's happening. So game developers and actors protested outside the Game Awards last night, calling on the industry to unionize. This comes after a year full of mass layoffs and many fearing their jobs will be replaced with AI. Um, it's one of those weird things where these people are doing everything they can do to make their voices heard because they essentially are in danger. We've mm-hmm. seen game developers get laid off left and right all throughout this year. I think I think the total or like uh, estimate of the total layoffs for this year is like 6 to 7,000 game devs. That's and like yeah, that's that's insane. That's so insane. And I, I think no. I just like uh, he says it'll be addressed in future shows, but like, oh, at least he okay. At least he responds. Oh no, no, no. It. Okay, no, I'm reading too far down. That's that's about uh, yeah, people getting cut off. Um, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's something, yeah. So yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's totally important, and I I totally get the need to like make your voice heard. I don't know if that was the uh, place to do it. Why not uh, protest outside the job or former job? You know, I, 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 you take away from your fellow devs accomplishments where they, you know, rarely get recognized in such a public forum. Yeah, like yeah, I, I feel like because I'm in my head, I'm trying to create like. A comparison. It's like you're upset at your job. So or the industry. Yeah, yeah. You're upset at the industry. So you pick it at at like the cafeteria where like yeah. all the devs are together and like talking. It's like I get that, but like you need to affect the people who are making these decisions. So you need to somehow target the CEOs, target the boards who are doing this, make their lives a pain, make Mm -hmm. them understand what they're doing to 
essentially you, like the workers. And I, I feel like targeting the game awards is kind of weird because I guess you would have those CEOs show up, be there, but I feel like you also just have way more of the. They're gonna make people dig their heels and, you know. Yeah. It gets yeah, it just gets weird. Like I and like I don't I don't want to come off as like no, they shouldn't do this because like you know they got to protest. Yeah, I'm not saying that they shouldn't protest. It just yeah, I don't know if this was the place to get your yeah opinions yeah. heard. Um, as far as AI, you're not gonna be able to stop that. Um, right. yeah, yeah. And you know what? I think that's I think that's what it is. I, I don't. Because you just said, like, is this a place to get your opinions heard? And I don't think it is because we didn't hear anything about this until looking at this article. Yeah. Like, Jeff Keighley ain't say nothing about this. So it's just like the only people who are going to be affected by this are the people who are literally walking into the Game Awards or walking by the Game Awards and see these people picketing. And it's just like, yeah, is that an effective way to get your message across? I don't know. So, I don't have the answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't you don't have the answers? But, yeah. But what we do have. Oh, that's a terrible, terrible segue. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a second. That was a second. Hey, what you do have the answers to is subscribing to our channel. You can do that by just subscribing to our channel. It's a little button that says subscribe. You just click on the subscribe button, and you've done the thing. It, before you do that or after you do that, you can see the like button too, the little thumbs up. We greatly appreciate that. And then you get the notification bell because that will tell you the next time we are doing a thing like this, our weekly podcast that we do weekly. So, yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this and you've not seen any of this and you just listen to our voices versus looking at our faces, that's fine. But you can leave us a review on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever podcast service you're using. So just help us out. And then lastly, but not leastly, um, we have a Discord. We have conversations there. We talk about cool things. Um, come on over. As Sean says, come on over. You can do that by going to pressxnumber2start.com slash Discord. It'll take you right where you need to be, which is with us. Hmm. All right. Uh, let us finish it's not finish finish but we're getting close to the end of this by talking about the one game this year hmm. i have i have no have, day before guys the day before joins overwatch 2 as one of steam's worst reviewed games after players discover it's not an mmo at all this comes from games radar by way of hope bellingham so yeah, the day before released in probably the best time it possibly could for this year because yeah, it literally released yeah, after the Game Awards, after all, this, all the game stuff was talked about, everyone was paying attention to anything else and they're like, oh, just drop the game. Hit the right, button. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and as the title says, this thing just released to just massively, massively negative Steam reviews, which it should because every time we release a trailer, there was another trailer saying, like, hey, look, this trailer is actually copying from other games. And yeah. like, 
Well, that's a problem. <laughs> so, yes, I'm just going to read a, a little blurb. Survivor MMO the day before has become one of Steam's worst reviewed games, and it's most, oh, I'm sorry, mostly down to the fact that it's suddenly no longer an MMO. On December 7th, developer Fantastic finally released the day before, a game that many thought was never going to see the light of day. It started life at the top of Steam's most wish list list, where it stayed for quite a long time, but it's now joining the likes of Overwatch 2 as one of the worst reviewed games on the digital storefront. It didn't take long after its release for a day before for the day before to be met with several overwhelmingly negative Steam reviews. In the reviews, players can be seen criticizing the game's lack of open world poor performance and most notably the missing MMO element. This is not an it's not an open world MMO. It's a small area extraction shooter. One reviewer writes on Steam. Not an open world, not an MMO, not an open world, another says in their review. So yeah, I I sat down and I watched about like 30 minutes of someone playing this game. Yeah, brave man. Uh, yeah, and it's one of those things where it's not, at least from the stream that I was watching, it's not super, super buggy. It's not terrible looking. There was like maybe two or three like, yeah, there was, it was like two or three like glitches that happened while the guy was like just walking through. Uh-huh. I think the idea is, and I guess, you know, people are pointing to like, this is not a massively multiplayer online game. This is very much so a extraction shooter game where you go into the world, you have to collect things and you bring back the things to your base. And that for, for at least from what I've seen, seems to be the only loop that's happening. You also have a house that you can build and you can like put things in, which is cool. But like, this sucks. This sucks mm. in that we've seen this game so many times, and every time we're like, oh, this is cool looking. Oh, this is cool. This is really like atmospheric. Like, they're like, I remember one of the trailers, or maybe the first trailer that I've seen or saw was when they stopped at the gas station and they went inside to get some stuff and then something alerted i think a gunshot alerted the zombies are the infected and you had to fight the infected i'm like oh this is really cool like this reminds me of like a side story in walking dead or whatever we didn't get none of that we didn't get none of that do you remember the trailer where they were just driving in mud and you can see the the tracks in the mud there's yeah, no but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking at it in real time as we're talking about it, and it's just like mm-hmm. it's crazy how people apparently are getting silenced in the Discord about how it's a scam. Um, there's a 75% drop in player count three days after the game released. Um, people are getting denied refunds, and then somebody Ooh. presented a huge list of all the assets. This game was basically an asset flip. They bought a bunch of standard assets off of the Unreal Engine marketplace. And they just, you know, probably did a bunch of recolors and stuff. And. Wow. Yeah, so they they flipped a bunch of assets, slapped the game together. And this is, I mean, but even then, putting it together, they didn't have any story or anything. Like, uh, apparently all the physics is dead. The AI is sucks. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> That's rough, man. But like again, this is something we could have put together. It, yeah, yeah. Like this is this is the one thing that I love about this industry is that we have grown up enough to spot the bullshit and be like, ain't no way this is a real thing. And then someone does the work and be like, look, this trailer, this part of this trailer is from this. These assets look like this thing. And it's just like, you, you, you're not going to get away with it. And like, I'm, I'm happy for, I, I'm sad for all the people who bought this game who can't get the refund. That sucks. Yeah. But I'm happy for the people who are just like completely bombing this game for just like justified reasons like this game should not have exist like this isn't gonna be the last time that something like this happens again no it's not do you remember Uh, abandoned you remember that game that hasn't come out yet so that was the game that people thought was a kojima game and the developers were like playing up like it's a kojima game and kojima was like this is not my game guys oh (laughs) yeah and Um, it's, it's the same vein as this where it's just like this is it's not a well, real thing, but yeah. The reason I say this is because uh, making games is way more accessible than before. Um, mm-hmm. People are seeing dollar signs in their eyes because the industry is getting more and more mature. And I feel like we're going to see a crash. And this is unfortunately just reinforcing why you don't pre order shit. Like, True. This is this is rough and this shouldn't have happened, but yeah. it's gonna continue to happen because you got people with money to throw away. I guess whatever. Yeah. You're totally right. Oh mm-hmm. man. Um. So yeah, if you were at all thinking about getting the day before, just don't. Just don't at all. Don't even think about it. Like remove that from your brain. Yeah. Uh. Number three in a weird way, since technically this is the third news story. Um. Wait, use items across Fortnite and Rocket League with cross game ownership. Mm-hmm. This come to us from Fortnite.com by way of the Fortnite team. So I I really want to talk about this this whole cross game ownership thing. Uh so okay, with cross game ownership, you oh, yeah. With cross game ownership, you own certain car bodies, decals, and wheels in Fortnite mm-hmm. if you already own them in Rocket League and vice versa. Just make sure you're playing Rocket League with the same Epic Games account you play with Fortnite. The number of car bodies, decals, and wheels that are shared between Fortnite and Rocket League will grow over time. That's cool, right? Uh, I'd say this is a win for the Rocket League. Uh, what the hell is the name of that? I forget the name of the uh, developers for that, but this is um, along with the announcement of Rocket Racing in uh, Fortnite. They they have a whole new racing mode. Uh, they have a mode for Lego Fortnite. Um, there is a Guitar Hero style thing without the funky guitars. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, we already had that with games like uh, Amplitude and Frequency and other right. stuff, uh, whatever. But uh this is interesting i guess this is crazy to see the monster that fortnite has become from being saved the world that just got 
eventually discontinued. It sucks for the people who bought the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I must commend Epic on the hard pivot with what they turned Fortnite into. This Absolutely. Is Absolutely. They made it left and it kept going left. And they were like, what mm-hmm. about the save the world? They were like, nah, nah. <laughs> we're doing this right now. But yeah. okay, my question to this Mm-hmm. And I, I alluded I alluded to it at the start of this podcast. Is this possible? Like, is it possible that this could be a step down or like proto NFTs? And oh, you not mean like NFTs carrying, carrying your assets or your things, quote unquote, that you own the license to yeah. uh bringing it to other games um uh, i mean if it's coded in unreal i guess then yeah maybe yeah like like stripping the whole like money side to it like you're not making any money off of this it's it's not that stupid ape stuff like these are assets in game i, I even think ubisoft was trying to do something like this. these are assets in games that quote unquote belong to you i think the only well, the, i mean the, it never belongs to you but yeah Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I think the difference in this is that like these aren't uniquely yours. I I don't know if there is any way of editing these, uh, like car bodies, decals, or wheels in Rocket League. They don't say. Um, so yeah. Um. Last I checked, no. You just pick a body and then like all the parts and decals right. and toppers and all that stuff. So yeah. So. I mean, this, this is the is equivalent cool. of, like, bringing a skin from Apex to Call of Duty type shit. Right. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, so this is this is cool. I just I, I just get really worried when you're like, oh, this is a cross-game thing. It's like, uh, what What are you doing? What, like, is it going to cost? Is, is it going to be money and time at some point in the future? But, yeah, if it's if it's just like, oh, you've unlocked these things in Rocket League. Like, oh, and you get these things in Fortnite. That's cool. But then I think my question is, why don't you just have everything just available in Fortnite? Like, what's crazy is that you can probably remake Rocket League in Fortnite. So, with all this sure. uh, Fortnite Studio stuff that you can do, we saw some crazy uh, games that I don't know if Epic made those things or other people made those things. But uh, yeah, Fortnite is turning into Roblox, I guess. Right. If you remember, yeah. Roblox could do a lot yeah. of crazy stuff. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So actually, there's another. Um, so it's actually like a pretty long, extensive blog post, which is good because they need to actually explain some of this stuff. Uh, one other thing is backup. I can share stuff with Rocket League and Fortnite, and their answer is yes. During Rocket Racing's launch window, the Cyclone and Jager Six One Nine bundles are available for V Bucks in the Fortnite shop. After purchasing one of these bundles in Fortnite, you'll own. Co- You'll own its contents in Rocket League. Already having them in Rocket League. No. Wait. Already have them in Rocket League? Question mark. No need to buy them again in Fortnite. So yeah, so this does seem like if you own it in one game, it just automatically unlocks in the other game. Which hmm. is cool. But like I it think says, that uh... gets kind of I was gonna say read the next little section. Uh Rocket Racing isn't the only way to use cars in Fortnite. So apparently, uh, Fortnite Battle Royale and certain creator-made islands have sports cars that will transform into your car when you get in them. That's pretty cool. Mm, that is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, so... 
I think my my whole question is, or my only question is like, you know, more people are going to play Fortnite than Rocket League, mm-hmm. so just make the stuff available in Fortnite. I guess the stuff would be technically available in Fortnite because you just buy it with money. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I. Uh, do you okay with all the stuff happening in Fortnite? Do you already have it downloaded, or do you plan on downloading it? Nope, nope. <laughs> I mean, it might be on my PlayStation, but I can't tell you the last time I booted it up. So yeah, I I I'm really interested in the whole Lego thing. I think that is cool. Why? Yeah, just it's to try it out. Literally, just like a skin. It's a skin over Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, I know. I will see. Not to discourage you, it is literally just a skin. Like. No, no, it's okay. You already discouraged me, Sean. It is just a skin, okay? I just didn't think about it that way. I saw the Lego piece and I thought, oh, cool. Let me download this thing. Every party needs uh, a pooper. That's why they invited <laughs> me. Party pooper. <laughs> All right. Um, that's pretty much for this episode of uh, Gamers Digest. We don't really have anything for what we've been playing because... You know, we've been playing Call of Duty. We've been playing the old games, the old games that came. Maybe out I'll start year. up a uh, like a Dragon Gaiden uh, this week, so I can have something to talk about next. Because mm-hmm. I bought it, I've mm-hmm. just been addicted to goddamn zombies. This shit is amazing. See? Hey man, hey man, are you are you getting on tonight? Yes, I'm getting on right now. <laughs> I'll be there shortly. I got to figure out what's happening with my family, but other than that, I'll be on there too. All right, um, so let's let's end this thing so we can get on with the rest of our night, which is zombies. Uh, this has been another episode of Press Star Gamer Digest. We hope you enjoyed this episode so much. You know, trying to hurry up. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making this episode. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell. Don't forget if you are listening to us, please leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, Two cans in a cup. Anything, anything, <laughs> anything that you can leave a review on. Uh, Yelp, anything. Leave us a review, and we greatly appreciate it. We'll most likely read it too, especially if it's Yelp, because I'd like to know how you got our account on Yelp, because it's definitely not on there. But yeah, do that, please. Thank you. And with that, play games, enjoy each other's companies, and. Happy holidays, you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah.